Welcome to the Midnight Podcast. I'm Stories After Midnight, and the story we will be reading today is called Sharing a Dream from 54 Sleepless Nights by Tobias Wade. It's actually a book you can purchase on Amazon if you are feeling so inclined. This story is a collection of 54 stories. There is an audiobook version if you want to listen to it. Let's get started. I read once that dreams shouldn't be taken seriously, that they're nothing but our conscious mind interpreting random brain activity, which happens naturally during sleep. But if all that noise and color and life is just coming from my brain, then how can two people share the same dream? I didn't recognize the other person in my dream, but I saw him in such vivid detail that it was hard to imagine him not being real. I'd guess he was about my age, in his late 20s, thick curly brown hair, with broad, blue-tinged glasses perched upon a white nose. His face was covered in rough black stubble, which progressed partway down his neck. I could see every individual hair, the pores of his skin and the slight chip on one of his front teeth. I could see him in such detail because, in my dream, I stood directly over him while he lay in a shallow pool of water. It was just deep enough to cover his face, and his eyes were open. I remember that he tried to speak to me, but the water filled his mouth, and I couldn't understand what he was trying to say. Logically, he should have stood up if he wanted to talk, and logically, I should have helped him up if I wanted to listen. But it was just a dream, so I just kept asking him to repeat himself, and he just kept on trying to talk, growing more and more frustrated the longer this went on. It wasn't until I was about to wake up that I realized my foot was on his chest and that I'd been holding him down the whole time. The dream dissipated within moments of waking, as usually happens with me, and I didn't think anything more of it until noon the next day. That's when I saw the same man looking exactly as I'd dreamt him, except that his face was cleanly shaven this time. I was walking with my boss down the hallway of my office building, when he comes around the corner and passes us from the other direction. I guess I must have been staring a bit because he slows down as we pass, and for a moment we both stop in the middle of the hallway and stare at each other. I didn't think of any pretense to talk to him though. It's a big company and most of us don't know the people who work in the other departments. Besides, my boss was with me and I didn't want to say anything weird, so I just kept walking. I did look back for a second before I turned the corner though, just to see that he was still standing in the middle of the hallway, still staring at me over his shoulder. By the end of the day, I decided that I was overthinking things. We worked at the same place, so I must have seen him once, and then forgotten until he showed up in my dream. And it didn't have to be weird. I'd probably look back too if someone was staring at me like I'd done to him. Fast forward to the next night, when I had the same dream. Only this time he was cleanly shaven, just like I'd seen him last. He wasn't as calm this time either. He must have remembered that I was holding him down because he started thrashing in the water almost immediately. The water boiled and churned with the energy of his gargled shouting. I was afraid that if he'd got up, he'd attack me, so I did the only thing I could think of and held him down. I held him down and I waited for what seemed like hours, until his violent motions finally subsided. By the end of the dream, he wasn't trying to talk or move anymore, and when I woke up, I could still remember his sullen, angry glare. I was almost afraid to go to work the next day. It took an extra long shower for me to convince myself that I was being stupid. I usually have a pretty precisely timed morning routine, so that was enough to ensure I was late. 
My boss is pretty chill, and that wouldn't have been a big deal if it weren't for the guy waiting for me. I didn't see him until he rapped on my driver's side window with his knuckle shortly after I'd parked. We stared at each other through the window, which felt chillingly reminiscent of the thin layer of water which divided us in my dream. The same sullen glare, the same instinct that he was going to attack me the moment we stood on equal footing. But, of course, this was the real world, and I'd already spent the whole morning convincing myself how stupid I was for giving credence to a dream. I took a deep breath and rolled the window down. Yeah? I asked him, trying to play it cool. Do I know you? Why didn't you let me up? He asked at once without the slightest pretense. I was drowning and you know I wanted to get out of there, so why were you holding me down? I couldn't decide whether to acknowledge that I knew what he was talking about. I wanted to tell him that it was just a dream. That I was scared. That it was somehow his fault for being underwater in the first place. I must have panicked though, because the only thing I said was, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I tried to open my car door to get out, but the second it started to open, he slammed it shut again. His face was getting bright and flushed, and he looked equally capable of screaming at me or bursting into tears. How's it feel being trapped, huh? He said. I tried opening the door again, but it was my arm against his whole body weight leaning against my car, and I couldn't budge him. I was drowning. I don't care why you were doing it. I just want to hear you say it. I want you to admit that you were doing it to me. You're crazy, man. Get away from my car. I started to roll up my window. I wouldn't have to admit it if I could just wait him out. Sooner or later, someone else would come through the parking lot, and they'd help me. They'd call security, he'd be dragged away, or fired. I didn't care what happened to him, as long as I didn't have to admit that I knew what he was talking about. His arm lashed out to block the closing window and he snatched at me. I just kept closing the window until it caught his arm to prevent him from getting me. I figured he retreated at the last second, but he didn't. His arm was caught by the rising glass and his face kept getting redder. He started yelling and cursing and then I was yelling, demanding he pull his arm out of there even though he must have been pinned. He wanted me to reverse the window, but I didn't because I knew he'd grab me the second he had the space to move. I was freaking out. And the only thing I could think to do was keep holding the button, putting more and more pressure on his arm until, all at once, the window shattered, a thousand cracks and fractures appearing from nowhere. He screamed and ripped his arm away, and the whole window bent and wrenched free with him. A second later, we were staring at each other, through the open window, him red-faced and snarling, and me terrified out of my mind. I hit the car into reverse and lurched out of the parking spot not looking back until I was out onto the street. He wasn't chasing after me or anything, thank God, but I could still see him in the rearview mirror. I left him and my broken window in the parking lot and drove straight home, calling my boss to tell him I wouldn't be in that day. I've been pacing my room ever since I got home, unsure how I can ever go back to work and face him again. I'm seriously considering quitting my job, but I don't think that will even help, because whatever I do, can't erase the last thing he shouted after me as I pulled out from the parking lot. See you tonight, douchebag. That's the end of the story. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, consider liking the video or subscribing, or at the very least, leave me a comment. I would love to know what you thought. If you're on the podcast, uh, Spotify, I think you got some options there, but I just appreciate you listening. 
I hope I will see you around in the Discord if you'd like to come hang out or whatever. It's up to you. A huge shout out to my patrons for helping make this video, this episode possible. I really appreciate you and you're so generous. I hope you have a great night though, whatever you're doing. And uh, go grab life by the balls, huh? I guess we'll see you in the next one.